Hello and welcome to the Book of Leaves podcast. My name is Cara and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 11 of Book of Leaves. Where is the time going? It is lovely to have you here. If this is your very first episode, you are very welcome. Thank you so much for joining in. To give you a quick intro, my name is Cara and I basically set up this podcast as a passion project. I'd be an actor by trade plus various part-time jobs, but this is something kind of fueling my soul. So I'm basically spending a few hours every week between editing the episodes and social media and stuff, emailing people and finding people who are doing their bit for the planet. It could be anything. They could run an eco-friendly business or work for an environmental charity. They could be an activist, animal rights activist, or just your average Joe trying to do their bit for the planet. And I just thought it'd be nice to get some people on board and just chat to them. And we take a leaf from their book to add to our own way of sustainable living. Thus, the name Book of Leaves was born. So you're very welcome and thank you so much for joining me. There's a couple of episodes that we've done already. This is episode 11, so the first 10 episodes, there's a nice variety going on there. We have books, we've got uh, secondhand books, we have a few zero waste and reduced waste kind of business people that I interviewed, small changes, Reusey and Pat Kane from Reusey has just opened her shop. It's been open for a week now in Fox Rock, Fox Rock Village, Reusey, I think she was episode eight I think best of luck to you Pat I can't wait to get out here it looks amazing so yeah we have a nice little eclectic mixture there's also an episode on cork uh, versus leather there is an episode on veganism sustainable eating the basics of a vegan diet there's a various range of topics and there will be more coming up so check those episodes out if you haven't already so this episode before I get into it I need to kind of address the horrible environmental crisis that happened most recently there is a new one every couple of weeks it seems of course if you're listening to this you probably know that the Amazon forest so much of it went up in flames because there are links I haven't seen anything saying for sure but it's been said that it's the new president of Brazil making way for cattle farming and growing feed for cattle feed as well so soy and stuff like that to make money. I hear a lot of people saying what can we do to save the rainforest to be honest lads stop eating beef even the inverted commas grass-fed cows in Ireland they're not all grass-fed we do not have enough land to sustain them all on a grass-fed diet we import tons of soy GM soy genetically modified soy from South America to Ireland every year 
to help feed our cattle. Even though beef here is advertised as grass-fed Irish beef, they're only somewhat grass-fed. They're being supplemented with soy. So really, that is one thing that you can do. Obviously, the bigger powers need a change as well but as personal choices that you can make significantly reducing the amount of beef you're eating or getting rid of it off your plate completely would be the best thing that you can do i know there are beef farmers out there that need to make their living which i totally understand i'm not for anybody losing their job or losing their livelihood that's absolutely not what i want to do but i'm aware of the fact that there is a just transition that needs to be made as well as that you can donate to a few charities like the rainforest alliance or wwf to help animals in that area obviously the amazon rainforest is so important to this planet and it is really important that we protect it and keep an eye on our local charities here like friends of the earth youth strike for climate these kind of groups and extinction rebellion they all care about the amazon as well there's a couple of protests that have happened at the brazilian embassy so keep in touch with them because they'll let you know what direct action you could do here for causes like the amazon rainforest burning and other environmental crises that are unfortunately bound to happen that is definitely not the last we're gonna see and that wasn't even environmental crisis well it is but it wasn't like a hurricane it was initiated by man there are people here on this planet who care and we need to all link up and join forces power rangers assemble so that's what we gotta do I'll move on to what this episode is about. We're going to get down and dirty, as you've probably seen from the title. This is all about cloth nappies. How to use them, why we should be using them, and like how it all works really and specifically as well we'll be getting into the loans in the cloth nappy library ireland and how they all work so before we get into this chat with annie i just want to give you some facts about nappies themselves because we didn't get too much into statistics in this but i just want to give you guys some background so specifically for ireland right rte did a documentary earlier this year they have this series called one day and you know one day what Ireland eats this kind of stuff and there was one episode called one day how Ireland cleans up this is basically as you can imagine all about their waste our waste here and they found that Ireland disposes about one million dirty nappies every day I'm just going to say that again, one million dirty nappies every day in Ireland. That is mind-boggling. Now, there's a couple of different numbers you can get on how many nappies babies use themselves. So, there is a statistic here that I have in front of me that every baby's different but usually a baby needs between 8 to 10 diapers a day in the first year because they poo like three or four times and they pee about seven times during the day so you'd be changing that 
usually max about 10, 11 times. So if we go on the lower scale of that, say for the first year, a baby needs eight diapers every day, roughly. That is for a year, just under 3,000 nappies in one year. That is using eight diapers a day. And obviously it would get significantly less. A lot of people potty start potty training around two and a half, three, and you know, your nappies are significantly reduced. There was a few other slightly lower statistics, but they were from much older sources. So this is the most recent one I could find. This documentary, One Day How Ireland Cleans Up, came out earlier this year. It's not doesn't seem to be on the RT player anymore but basically by the age of two and a half a baby will have produced a five meter high pile of used disposable nappies that weighs almost one ton and as well obviously these disposable nappies are mostly plastic so these nappies actually are going to outlive your child's lifetime and your lifetime put together it takes between 200 and 500 years for one disposable nappy to break down. And even still, that's breaking up as opposed to really actually composting into the earth. So one million dirty nappies every day in this country. So it is a huge problem. Now, obviously, that's obviously costing as well. So it's quite expensive. So I just wanted to like throw that fact, that crazy statistic in there. Before we get in to this very enjoyable, hectic episode, I went out to Annie's house to record this. Her two daughters had just gone to a birthday party and it was just herself and her eight-month-old son at home, Carrig, and we recorded in the kitchen and Carrig was full of beans. So you're going to hear him in the background every now and again and Annie is talking to me and entertaining him and putting bits of food and things to distract him. So it's a bit of a hectic episode in regards to the background noise and everything, but I really enjoy it. I think, look, it's just true to parenting really, isn't it? You try to have a quiet moment and Carrick wants to be the star of the show, which he very well should be. So Annie, I know you're probably listening to this in your kitchen. Thank you so much for having me out to your house and as well for the chocolate spread that you made me when I left. Oh my God, it's so good. Thank you so much, Annie. So I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I did and I will catch you guys after. Thank you so much for letting me invade your house on a Saturday afternoon to talk all things nappies. Thank you for coming to Manute. It's brilliant. And we have a quiet house. The two girls have gone, so it makes life nice and quiet Yes, but I guess before we get into nappies and all things babies and toddlers, um, to find out a little bit about yourself, it's quite funny because we realised in our emails to each other that we've actually got a little bit in common in regards to where we're from. So can you tell us a little bit about where you yourself are from, where you grew up in that? Well, I'm from lovely Wexford um, and like yourself, I went to the Mercy and Ross. Um, I'm actually from the countryside, but New Ross, I suppose, was the nearest town to us. And after school, I went to university in Minutes, or not Minutes, that's where I'm now. I went to college in uh, Galway and I did hotel and catering management. So that's my background. That's my pre-kids kind of taking a leave with event management, hospitality. 
I loved Galway. I really, really loved Galway. I thought I'd never leave it. But after years of traveling and working and stuff, this is where we are now. And we live in Minutes with the three kids, Lydia, Juno and Carrig. And yeah, that's, what, that's us. And welcome... Oh my goodness, straight in. <laughs> what kind of traveling did you do? Like where... We, what did I do initially? Well, with college, we had to do placements. So um, our first placement was in Ireland. I worked in Westport. And my second placement was a year long in London. And that was by far the best thing. I loved college, but for me, actually working was far more educational than yeah. sitting down studying stuff. So I spent a year working in London in like an 800 bedroom hotel in Marble Arch. Oh my God. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It's such a great city. Um but it was nice to leave it after 18 yeah. months as well. And then after college, I worked in travel around Canada. And then I came back and worked some more. And then I did like Southeast Asia. Um, and I ended up staying in Thailand for ages. Like got really into diving and stuff. Um, and then lucky enough to go to Australia and New Zealand and stuff oh, like that. Oh wow, so you've, you've seen a lot of the world. I have, I have. And I'm so lucky because... Um, I think if I was to even think of taking those flights now, the guilt of all those flights would set way on my shoulders. Yeah. So I am very fortunate to have gone. Yeah, yeah. it was brilliant. And how, how did you meet Bill then? Met Bill through, so he's work colleagues, a friend of mine from college, and we met at a party. Yeah, the rest <laughs> of history. I'm going to talk from there. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, so I guess you've got three kids, and how old are they? So Lydia is four and a half. The half is very important. Yeah. Juno is turning three next month, and Carrig is eight months. So um, four and a half years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. And what, were you always wanting to live sustainably, or like how did you get into, get into it. the cloth nappy life? Well, I always thought, like, you know, like, I'm not amazing now by any means, but, you know, you always think back, and I always thought, oh, I do my recycling, I'm doing my bit, and so I always thought I was always somewhat taking care of the environment, and then it was always in the back of my mind, if I ever had kids, I would try cloth nappies, Yeah. Um, but I had no idea where to go, I had no idea what they looked like, sure, I had, if I had changed two or three nappies in general in my entire life previous to that, um, I hadn't even done it, but it was just something that was always there in the back of my mind, and you know, Bill was okay with the idea of it. And then once I was pregnant, we just started looking into it. And that's how it all started. And why do you, like, looking at things in a very simple view, you'd be like, okay, so disposable nappies are obviously bad for the, for the planet. But would you be able to give us some insight as exactly why? Like, are there... Well... The thing with nappies, I suppose, well, there's such a volume of them that we use every single day. Like, in this house, this street, this town, this in Ireland let alone all over the world but it's and it's not even even though that is important that they're plastic it's more that they're single use mm. so they're used for whatever amount of time a couple of hours and then they're binned immediately and even more so with disposable wipes like they're literally used for seconds and then they're binned immediately so yeah. it's, it's the volume of waste it's shocking how much nappy waste can be built up in one house so cloth nappies can obviously be reused but for people out there myself included to me it seems like a bit more work and yeah you know, a lot of people say that so like it is of course and um it's a different sort of work i think once you enter the world of parenthood like there's work <laughs> um, and disposable nappies versus cloth nappies are just different sorts of work so yeah. um at like at the initial outlay we had to go research and buy the nappies but then that that was our work done in terms of that and then we do two maybe three loads of washing a week um so that's the work involved in those but then we're not going to the store in the middle of the night if we ran out of nappies we're not like 
buying disposable nappies as in like constantly spending more money um, and then it's also waste bin collection our rubbish bins aren't full of nappy waste which really weigh a lot mm. um, and if the bins are being weighed you're charged by the weight it's quite a lot yeah it all adds up it really really does it's actually shocking when Carrie was born we had two nappies at the same time so at the start we were using disposable and then easing ourselves back into the world of cloth again sure. and what I would totally recommend that to anybody you know it doesn't have to be all or nothing yeah and it was just shocking like we have a small little pedal bin in the utility room for the whole house and like we were emptying it every single day where before we could go maybe it least two days before we'd need to empty it wow okay you've got three kids but let's say just for example for argument's sake you've got you've got one baby and you've got however many cloth nappies how like what is the daily routine like when they do their business how do you clean them like how do you clean it straight away what do you have to do like we're literally get as like (laughs) into into it it as possible for anyone because i like would have no idea if i was to use cloth nappies like when, when to clean it and how all to that do it. so exactly like give us the step-by-step rundown on how to do this well the disclaimer at the start i like to do things the easiest way and definitely the laziest way and <laughs> um of course i want to like i look after the kids and everything but when it comes to laundry and stuff Janie, you have enough to be doing without yeah. like stressing out over loads of it so when it comes to the nappies you just change them like you would with a regular nappy um you know, after their naps or if they've done a dirty nappy, that's in terms of changing it, it would be the same frequency. And like you can get different nappies that can maybe have more absorbency to them. So they might last a little bit longer. So like for the precious nighttime period, if you wanted to have them in the same nappy all night, you know, you can get, you can, it can work that way. Um, but in terms of like you changing them, it's the same. You know, you have um, nappies that have Velcro, which would be the exact same as a disposable nappy. And then you've got nappies which are poppers. So like if you're putting on a baby to say that's the same effect. And that would that would be it Like um, in terms of them being different to yeah. the disposable ones. And then what do you do with the, say for number ones when they've So with a nappy, them? so um, this, is, this, this is a nappy. So we, there's Velcro tabs on this. So, will I go through the files yeah, of the so nappy for like you? An in, sure, there's like yeah, an inside so pouch you, that you can take out. So, you with all nappies, you need an outside layer to keep the baby dry. And then you need the inside layer to absorb uh, the absorption part of it. This nappy, actually, is just one from Aldi. Oh, fast. So, they can get them as mainstream as that. So, um, you simply take the absorbent layer and you stuff it into the nappy. And then you can add extra bits to it to make it more absorbent. So what we would call a booster. Now, there's loads of terminology and things like that. Basically, you're stuffing an extra piece of fabric into it. Um, And then you put this in here. It's literally like, it's like stuffing a pillowcase. That's very good. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. And I do this so many times, I don't even (laughs) think about it. So you've got the outer shell with the lovely pretty pattern on it. There's a pocket and inside the pocket, we're stuffing just like an absorbent layer yeah um, it's like a little towel kind of thing exactly very yeah. much like the style of the old terry towels whatever and then this goes on the baby and you put it over and that's it job done so it's on baby so when you come to change it again you just simply open the tabs and take it off baby give them a clean put on the fresh one if this nappy is wet you just simply take it out with a little hook there's a little bit of a label you can pull it out at the back and then you put it into a nappy bag which is something like this and you pop it in, close the bag, 
and that's it that's it so that okay. contains all the smells all the wets and everything unreal if the nappy was soiled you would pop this uh, it into the loo and you know some people would be quite meticulous making sure everything's off it i don't whatever falls into the toilet falls into the toilet and then put it in your wet bag and then after maybe whenever it's full but about two days you turn the bag inside out into the washing machine so you're not like touching the nappies again or anything like that um goes into the washing machine the bag itself goes into the washing machine and then you wash it oh my god unreal hang it out in the clothesline and then just reuse it again it's so much simpler yeah. than I thought it was going to be. Here Isn't I am going, we're going to need 90 minutes for this episode <laughs> to go through. And I kind of jumbled my way through it because I'm like feeding him with one hand and then thinking about And then, do you know when you do, it's like kind of trying to describe to somebody how do you type. It's kind of, you know, you do something every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. But it, it is so simple. And these sort of nappies are called birth to potty. So if maybe when baby's about 10 pounds, you can use this. So I when I had two nappies, I was using this one nappy um on my daughter juno and then i was using it on carrie as well because there's these poppers that come up the front of it like the poppers you would have in the back of a of a bib and you can make the nappy bigger and oh, smaller yeah, so as they grow it, yeah you can like, yeah. change the size of it. you can change the size of it so as you would with a bib at the back of it you yeah. can make it bigger or smaller um so this nappy he is a typical boy after two girls it's nice and pink so he gets to rock the pink every so often um, so this has lasted since Lydia um, oh my gosh so this specific nappy I've got this is what I mostly would have um, I bought those five years ago and they are still going strong since oh, wow. and I will pass them on to somebody else or onto the nappy library after when I'm finished yeah. And this nappy, um, you can hear me popping out and open, but this nappy is called an all-in-one. So when you pick it up, everything is there. Okay. Everything is all in So they're in not, there. it's not like the things that you stuff inside that actually absorb your pee and your poop. It's not always completely detachable like it no, is. No, it can and it can't be. And that's why we would recommend, I suppose, hitting on the cloth nappy library would be to try a loan from us so that you can see which ones suit you and suit your baby because some babies have the cutest little chubby legs and some have the little skinny legs so some would work better on others some parents prefer the velcro some parents um prefer the poppers um so it just depends and that's why we kind of call it like a try before you buy so you can try our loan from the nappy library and you can see what you'd like before you make your i suppose investment into buying your own but um as long as in terms of the actual nappy as long as it has a layer to keep the baby dry and then the absorbent layer on the inside which so is basically just different types of fabric on the inside and would you make sure the absorbent layer is always untucked when it goes into the washing machine yeah yeah in the in what you would call like a pocket like that you would you would yeah. something like this you would just take it off put it into the bag i wouldn't have to that's why we use this one most of the time yeah because oh, you literally take it off the bum and you just put it into the bag that's it don't even think about it anymore. and this is really handy because like if we're heading down to my folks from Wexford, i can just throw this into the back of the car yeah we would, could use this for the pool or the beach if it was cleaned as well because they're really handy bags as well and it's got like is it like a waterproof lining on it the is yeah it's like just like a, a dry bag yeah. And do you have how many of those would you have? So if you if you're starting with cloth nappies, what I would recommend if you are having these is to have at least two. So one in the wash and one on the go. Yeah. Um, when I started off, I, I was recommended to have uh, twenty to twenty four nappies. So that's quite a lot to spend at the start. Yeah. Um, but it means that you can have enough washing and enough in use uh, so you're not under a huge amount of pressure. And um, when we started nappies first, we were in an apartment. 
that had no outdoor space so we had to make sure whatever we got was going to be fast drying we could have it on the clothes horse and it was good to go and when I think back at it like we had two in cloth there as well and you know it is it does take a little bit of management but nothing more nothing too crazy like we made it work in our two-bed apartment with the kids and the clothes horse it's just it's just more it's just how you would do your normal laundry yeah I really like it's nowhere near as much as I really as I thought it was going to be no. and they look so pretty I know you guys can see them but the patterns and the, the designs they're fabulous aren't on they them are and you can get so like cute. some really you can get tailored ones made there's some fabulous um, mums who work from home like what we would call whams and they can make up special ones for you um, there's a great uh, lady um her store is called Other Mother and she upcycles so like if she has old nappies or old fabric she'll make you a nappy out of um, other bits as such so it's so zero waste and so sustainable yeah. as well and people are probably like when you first think of cloth nappies you're probably thinking of like you know when you're watching say Angela's Ashes and you can see the babies with this rag and yes the, and so something like this like a big tea towel effect oh, type look, it's thing oh a big tea towel thing yeah, yeah. and where you get like the pins and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah exactly so modern cloth nappies aren't like that at all yeah. they're um, really easy really clean really cute um but you know what? If your mum has all these in the attic and you want to use them, There's go a, for it. You can still use still them. Use yeah, them. Yeah. These are like a version of that older one. So basically it looks like a big white tea towel that's quite heavy absorbent. And I use that quite a lot when he was born because little newborn babies, you change your nappies at least 10 yeah. times a day. Yeah. So something like this, which is that towel effect, you can stuff it in a nappy, which would have a pocket in it, and then it would dry really, really quickly. Yeah. And that would also be, I suppose, a factor in wh why we would say to try our ones at the loan first, because there's different ones that dry at different speeds. Yeah. There's different price brackets um so when i lived in the apartment i wanted something that dried really quickly yeah so i most of mine were like microfiber um but you can get like the most gorgeous organic cotton ones or bamboo and things as well so it just yeah. depends on your budget and i suppose where you can dry them as well yeah they are a bit of an investment like they would be significantly more expensive Absolutely. than a packet of pampers but they last you so much longer like you're like you've had a lot of these since so lydia's four and a half so yeah. since she was born we have had not one day where we haven't like this been a continuous of nappy changing since oh, then yeah which i'm sure loads of families and things do but when i say that out loud i'm like oh, oh wow <laughs> um but i read a really cool thing on a website last night um i was feeding him and i was like oh i better like have a look and so they mentioned like um do you know if you had to go out when your baby was born and make your initial investment for all the disposable nappies that you were going to buy at that moment and spend you know a grand grand and a half would you do it or would you be more inclined to, at that point spend maybe two, 300 euros on, yeah. the, on the cloth nappies. And I thought that's a really good point because if you had to make that initial investment for the disposables, you probably would choose a different path. Yeah. Um, but you just don't think, you don't think about it in the long run because you're a tired no. parent and you just want yeah, to sort it and out. You, and the thing is, I suppose, disposable nappies are incredibly cheap now in places yeah. like Aldi and Little and Tesco where you can buy a packet for like three or four, not even four euros, I think like three euros. So yeah, so it's the initial costs for cloth is definitely more but there's loads of pre-love pages um people passing them on you can we have a really good long-term loan for 30 euros where you can rent them for nine months oh so you know if it's something where you know you've got a toddler 
and you don't you don't want to um buy a load of nappies because you know they're going to be potty trained in a couple of months you could try that loan and that could work really well yeah um but yeah or even like the disposable wipes like if you had to put like five cent into it like a little box every time you picked out a wipe you might be a little bit more I suppose cautious about the amount of wipes that you use or if you start using the cloth or the disposable wipes I don't know to wipe the car or the table or the kids faces yeah. you know so how, what do you do instead of wipes then what do you use well what he is just showing on the floor so um these little things they're just basically like a small face cloth and um, so you could even just cut up a towel yourself and use it uh, and the reason why i use these initially i didn't um but then i'm like but well, i'm washing the nappy so then i had to like separate the wet wipe from the nappy and and i was like oh i'm just gonna go in so it's basically a small little face cloth type thing that you use to wipe their bum um, and that's it. Then it goes into the washing. Do you dip it in water? Yeah, I, I, um, I run it under the sink. If I'm really organised, I'll have them like pre, like wet as such. But I'm not. <laughs> um, again, I just go for the quickest, and I just run it under the tap before I change them. Yeah. But some people that like um would uh, maybe soak them in a lunchbox of water, maybe put in a drop of like essential oil or something like yeah. that. Um, or you can get like little boxes to keep them warm in and stuff as well. But I just I wet them as I go, and then. I'm out. I have this like little small bag that I can stuff them into. But yeah, if you're doing reusable nappies, reusable cloth wipes is just the most simplest movement because yeah. you're already doing the work with the nappies. And how does it work for you if you're going out and about or you're going on holidays? Would you still? I know you said when you're going down to your parents, you'd still oh, use yeah. these. I I'm know still some... like bringing my wash at home, but now yeah. it's nappy washing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so you don't want seeing them like you know outside of my mum's house. You know, it's that uh, come full circle of the nappies. Yeah. Um. If we so if we're going like I don't know if we were going to like Trabalgan or something with the kids, we would still bring them. We would just make sure to have a bit more. Um. And just yeah, it's, and that's the great thing about those bags. Um, they you know they're not like a box or a bucket where you have to kind of you can just squeeze it into the back of the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, it would be the same like if if I was going like down to the library or something with the kids, um, I would bring the nappies in a nappy bag and change as I go. And then you can get smaller versions of these wet bags to put it into, so you can either take care of the nappy if it's dirty where you are or I would just bring it home and look after it later in the day yeah and do you know much about compostable nappies and I do and I don't um as, as I say when Carrie was born um and with each of the kids we used disposable nappies for the first couple of weeks um, just until like you know the house came back to normal and breastfeeding was established and energy wise yeah. but we just use like regular Aldi nappies or little nappies and I was debating whether to do the compostable or the biodegradable ones um but at the end of the day, they all still go into the waste bin. So they can't go into your compost bin. Can they not? No. And I was checking with my waste.ie during the week just to make sure that I had my things right. And they're like, no, it can't go into your compost bin. It can go into your home compost bin. Um, but then it must be kept separate from like food compost and yeah. stuff like that. So in terms of waste, they're using a, a, a eco-type nappy is no better than a, like a regular one. The, the difference would be though that the nappy has less I suppose harmful chemicals in it, um, or harsh chemicals. I wouldn't say the word harmful, um, than a regular disposable one. So, and and I would imagine maybe there's less water or some in the production of them. But yeah. that is just my I suppose um unresearched facts. But 
there's no difference in terms of where they can be put when they're fit, they're used. They're finished, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is hard because they're quite expensive. So you know, if you yeah. if you do decide to use them, um, it's tricky because you want you know when you when it comes to having your kids, you want to do the right thing about the kids, but you you don't want to do the wrong thing by the environment and trying yeah. to find that balance. And um, oh, when they're cranky and they're cranky. teething, yes, yeah. yeah. He looks like such the extra kid now with strawberries all over his face. <laughs> um, so no, I don't know a huge amount about compost on nappies other than they have to go into your yeah. waste bin. Yeah. Because they still would have those little balls of gel in the nappy yeah. that when the wee goes on it, that, that absorbs it. it. Yeah. And has like the plastic velcro ta or the plastic tabs on it and stuff like that. So they, they wouldn't be compostable down. Okay, yeah. but I mean, like you're saying, you don't need to go all or nothing. Like at the Absolutely start, not. or if it doesn't suit you, if you're on a, a foreign holiday, like and you won't have a washing machine, just use disposable or compostable. So ones. many people would do that, or what people yeah. would do is they try maybe to find the balance. Sorry, I moved away from the microphone. No, there. that's okay. Um, they would bring what's it called a wrap. Um, so this is the outside shell of a nappy, it's got but the inside's no, empty. Yeah, no yeah. insides at all in it. So you yeah. could get maybe a, an eco version of like um, the absorbent part of it like they're called flip nappies and you could put that in it so you're not using as much waste and then you could reuse the outer plastic shell reuse the outside without having to clean that and you just take the insides out exactly yeah. now if they got some poop or something on it you would maybe you'd have to have a few of them but if it was just you know if this should last a few goes definitely before you'd have sense. to wash it but I definitely would say to anybody who's starting off, no matter if it's newborn or toddler, just go easy on yourself. Continue with the disposables if you have them. Try a few cloth nappies. Even a few cloth nappies a day or a week makes such a difference yeah. to, you know, to your waist and to the planet. And then once you start, literally once you put the first nappy on and you have a few trials and error, you'd be so surprised. I still can visualize the day we did our first one with Lydia. I when we were pregnant when, when we were pregnant when I was pregnant I was like okay that's it we're going up to Newry and we're buying all these nappies and Bill's like okay you know and I was like this is just one of the jobs we just have to do before the baby comes and so we had all the nappies and Lydia must have been about ten days old and we'd run out of disposable nappies he's like are we going to use all these things that we bought and I was like oh let's just get one more packet of disposable nappies he's like come on we'll just give it a go and I was like okay Annie come on like you're the one who was driving this and then he just put one on and that was it. Yeah, like we still use a bit of both, but it's just, it's like anything. It's just doing it the first time. Yeah, doing it the first time. Yeah. Break the fear. And it's exactly. Really Isn't it? And I think that's everything, like just doing something the very first time. And yeah, it was fine. And, you know, common pitfalls would be like leaks that the nappy would leak or, or you put it on wrong or you put it on too tight or too loose or they, you know, and they can be little setbacks, but... But you get that with normal disposable nappies Absolutely. As well. And that was a real eye-opener when I had Carrig because I was like, oh, we'll just use the disposable as a grant. Oh my God, I was getting so many leaks even with just the regular ones because they're just so tiny, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, leaks, leaks, leaks happen. Yeah. But one thing actually you don't really get with... Uh, cloth nappies what you see with disposable ones is like what's called a punami so basically like a big poo up their back you don't really get that with cloth nappies really? at all no catch it. yeah oh my yeah because they have like the elastic on the back of them that's amazing there's so yeah there's so much there that's just way easier than people i think they think they are. and i think sometimes because i include myself in it there can be so much lingo 
and then you meet someone just say like a mum like me who's like slightly sleep deprived and had a lot of cups of tea and then you're like and you're like going okay can you just slow it down a second I'm like okay yeah just you know um, break it down there's there's loads of terminology like all in ones pocket nappies two all in twos like all these sort of different words boosters liners fleece liners nappy creams all this stuff just put it on the baby's bum give it a go and see how it works out. yeah yeah and okay. it'll be fine and worst case scenario you're gonna have to change their vest or something like that yeah. best case scenario you saved an nappy from going to landfill that's exactly day. in regards to cloth nappy liner, library who how does that work so you can either buy and they are quite expensive so you can buy a load for yourself or maybe you know someone who'll give you a loan of them themselves or something but like yeah. how so how does the cloth library so work? how it works so the cloth nappy library ireland to give it its long spiel and <laughs> um, was founded by a group of mums about oh, must be six or seven years ago now and they just wanted they wanted to try cloth nappies there was nowhere in ireland for support so they said do you know what we'll just get together and we'll uh, form a little group and we'll go to baby fairs and we'll offer support to people who want to try them so we're not out there like banging at people's doors saying you have to do this we're like yeah. if you're interested then we're here to help you out um and how so they set it up and then over years with fundraising and grants and things um we have a couple of different options but the main one would be where you can go online to our website clothnathylibrary.ie and you can book a loan so the loan is sent to you from a volunteer and then it's posted to your home and then you can have it for let's say like the newborn loan is for six weeks you can try all the nappies that are mainly available to buy in ireland at the moment um, and uh, you can see how they go so you get to try all the different styles and then after that you can go off then and be more confident in what you're going to buy yourself or buy pre-loved or um and that, that, that would be our loan system. Another way of doing it would be, like we have here in North Kildare, we have a local volunteer, a really nice lady called Anna, and she has what we call a local loan. So you can go to her locally and borrow the nappies from her. Mm. So it's... um. It's slightly cheaper because there's no post involved, but it's also, you know, it's much nicer one-to-one. -one. You can um, ask a lot of questions and things like that as well. And we're non-profit, so the money that we're charging is to cover the postage, which is phenomenal in Ireland at the moment, the post rates. Um, and then just a general admin of running the website and all that yeah, sort of thing. No, so. no one's actually, let's all volunteers. All volunteers, yeah. we're all mums. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mum. A lot of the other mums are working mums who, you know, kids, family, social calendars, their kids' social calendars, all these sort of things. So, you know, the volunteers are volunteering to po uh, like wash all these nappies in their own home and get to the post office and post them to people. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I do a lot more of the admin and the event management for our, our fundraising event, but I just applaud the, the mums who are doing this on top of their other, other day-to-day -day stuff. But the, um, the demand is really there. Like we're fully booked quite a lot of the time. Really? Because yeah. you guys obviously only have so much of an arsenal of Yeah, so we have nappies. so much, yeah, we have so much stock. Um, so there's like three ladies that, uh, would have all our newborn loans. So between them, like. They're all sent all over the country. Um, and then we have another lady doing what we would call the birth to potty nappies. So like the ones that are on the table. Mm. So just to say there's, you can get newborn nappies for when the babies are, are like 
newborn as such up until about 10 pounds and then you can move on to the next stage which would be what's called birth to potty which is quite confusing because it's not really from birth but from about 10 pounds upwards sure. um, and then we've long-term loans bedwetting kits um just all various different things to do with cloth nappies and, and that can be all found online on the website yeah cloth nappy library yeah do, is there like a physical place because when i hear library i'm imagining you walk in like a book know, library yeah. and get a card. there isn't no it's all in people's utility rooms and spare bedrooms all over <laughs> ireland um you know shoving them into wardrobes and stuff like that uh, there is no actual physical library there are some stores um that will that are selling them and there's actually more coming like around and you would that there has been recently and normally it would just be something that you would see at a fair so mm. we organize a fair annually called earth baby fair um our friends in baby wearing ireland do one called wear a hug and then guys in friends of breastfeeding do all about babies so they're the three kind of more baby fairs that we would attend throughout the year as well as other smaller ones um, and then we would be at that, but also the retailers would be at. There's a new store after opening up in Galway, a zero waste store called the Filling Shop. At the oh, Filling I Day. saw that online. Yeah. And yeah. they are selling cloth nappies. So it's kind of one of those things you're like, oh, you get so excited when you yeah. see it. Because it's a, you know, for somebody to see it. So like when people see it, it's always so much easier to explain it to them and stuff like that. So when yeah. a shop takes the effort to sell them, um, it just means a lot. There is um, in Herbert Market, in, in Marley Park, every weekend as well, there's ladies selling them as well. But the, there's no real kind of um, walk-in shop. There's one in Gory called Happy Baby, but there's um, not... A, it's not as mainstream yeah. as you'd like. And that's, I suppose, we're, we're kind of caught between the... We only have so much time as volunteers, so we're we're meeting the demand of people who are interested in cloth nappies. But there's a whole other world of where our councils are should be making the option to try cloth nappies yeah. standards. So like they would do in London, um, where you would get like a fifty euro voucher to try cloth nappies or to buy them in your local borough or something like that. Like that that doesn't they really do happen. They did that over there, did they? Yeah, yeah um, really it is great because then at least the the idea of it is at least introduced to you. And um, like my friend from Finland, you know how they get those, they, they get these boxes at birth. Mm -hmm. They were given cloth nappies in those boxes. So again, everybody's trying and they're seeing, they may not end up doing it, but at least they get to see yeah. that it's an actual thing. And it's not like a big bucket that you have to bleach a lot of nappies in or anything yeah. like that. Um, but at the moment, our demand, our, we're, we're just to help people who are interested in cloth nappies and it's getting busier and busier. Like we, I've attended a few different things. I've volunteered over the last couple of months and um, like our friends in Tidy Towns and Leakslip did a, an event called Be Green Leakslip and the amount of people that came up to us that day asking about cloth nappies was just amazing you know you had people who kind of like oh I don't know and then you had people who were coming up with a list of questions who were like okay I've tried them but I need da 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 da, da. and then people who would bring in a few nappies say how do I use this so like we did not stop talking to people all day long about it it was brilliant amazing yeah it's such a it's, it's lovely volunteering and stuff like that to chat yeah. to people and one thing I forgot to ask when we were talking about it in regards to the detergent, because you mentioned bleach there, like what do you use in the washing machine to wash them 
that would be I don't know strong enough or yeah whatever. just regular detergent and um, there's the non-bio bio debate which is better we're actually revisiting our washing instructions so we're all singing off the same sheet but for me I laundry detergent um, I just whatever it's sold in Aldi or Little, the powder version of it opposed to like the pods or the liquid it just works better in dispersing with the liquid uh, or the water you put the nappies in the machine you do a cold rinse yeah. first and that's just to I suppose break everything off the nappies and then you do your hot wash at 60 and depending on your water if it's quite hard you can do a rinse at the end so I wouldn't do it the whole time maybe every second or third time I would do a quick rinse at the end okay and that's it yeah but just your regular detergent yeah. Are they dryer friendly or do they all ha always have to be kind of air dried? Um, generally air dried. So the outer protector shell, which is like the plasticky thing, that must not go in, in the tumble dryer or on a radiator. So just hang them like on an octopus yeah. or on your clothes horse. The inside fabric bit, which is referred to as a booster, some of them, most of those can go into your tumble dryer. Yeah. Cool. And the same with the wipes that you would use to wipe their bones yeah. as well. Yeah. Perfect. There's loads of options on the website that people can go on and see. Like, yeah. and they can go in and put in their dates. Cause you in fact, it's you like know, booking a hotel room. You put in the dates that you're thinking of and it comes up with if yeah. it's available or not. Because yeah. you know when you're child, I was thinking, how will you know? But obviously, if you, you'll have a due date. And yeah, and when it comes to the newborn, sometimes people would like to have it in their home before the baby arrives so they can you know just go through it and have a look and then some people are like i'll just wait maybe for two weeks after the baby comes but sure. either or works i think yeah. it's also individual how you prepare for these things so. totally and if there are people out there who have cloth nappies and they're finished with them i presume you guys like take donations we do yeah if they're in like good quality usable nappies we do take donations and then we use those for our long-term loans so the long-term loan is a great option it's 30 euros for nine months for about 20 nappies so wow. it literally is just covering the price to wash them and post them so it is the most sustainable thing so if you decide you like them you, if you did that you would be like 30 euros like that's nothing that's not even like lunch for a family out yeah um so that's where we would put them and we're generally fully booked out most of those a lot of time mm -hmm. so if i had load of nappies i would get in touch with you guys and i would just keep them in my house and i would, I would post them out when you guys let me know depending we've lots of volunteers all over the country or we would come and collect them from you okay a, a bit of both sometimes people's um to be honest my my mother-in-law is <laughs> We have like this, you know, these delivery networks like through the country. My mother-in-law lives in North County, Dublin. So people have been like wrapping up nappies and putting them in her like recycling bin so she can get them and then give them to me. And then I can post them down to Deirdre and Cork. And it's just like, so it's just, um, if they, they can get all our details on the website and then we'll email them um, to get to how we collect it. But if they have nappies that they're not using, that they, I suppose, are, still have children in nappies, if they want support, we do like local, what we call nappuccinos, so like coffee mornings Brilliant. for nappies. I know, when I arrived first to the, the committee, I was like, that is the best day ever. And they're brilliant. We had one in my news, Anna had one this week, and it was so busy. And it was just a group of parents just having the chats. And of course, it was stuff by cloth nappies, but you know, it was, very, it was just a nice social network. And yeah, because when you're a mom, you can just, you can get stuck at home. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And actually volunteering with the nappy library has creates so many friends for me like so many friends so many like-minded friends so many friends of different paths um and it's it's led me on to other sustainable areas that i would never have thought of but i suppose with the, the terms in the nappy world i 
it's just been brilliant. And those coffee mornings are so great, especially if you are a new parent and you're on maternity leave and you're like, okay, they're so good to get out and just have the regular chats, have a cup of tea, realize that nobody else has slept all that night and you know it's all going to be grand yeah. and we can help out with the nappies as well unreal yeah so people can check out the website for more info there yeah there's a really active facebook group called uh cloth nappy chat and um it's a chat group i know it sounds like mad chat group about nappies but it's just about finding out when local meetings are on where to go where local volunteers and that's nice because you get to chat to other people as well and i, I sometimes find at least with like facebook and stuff like that it's quite instant the reply albeit if you're up in the middle of the night feeding a child or something like mm. that do you know like email content might be just a little bit slower for people yeah. to get back to yeah. as well I literally do the admin here is in the kitchen while I cook dinner, so it can be a little bit... Multitasking. Uh, when yeah. the queen of multitasking while talking to me, remembering all this stuff, and keeping Carrick entertained and fed. <laughs> and that's the bit that I love about volunteering for the Nappy Library. Do you know, um, people have different times, different skills, different things that they can do, and for some people organizing the nappies making sure they're okay posting them off that's they love that bit they love making sure that the kit looks really good nice little note to the person then you know when they get back thank you cards and stuff and for me like i love the more admin side um i love org helping to organize our baby fair every year so it's great to volunteer with stuff like that as well yeah and so you probably take volunteers as well I imagine. oh yeah totally up. yeah and um, once you have about six months of experience with cloth nappies we'd love um, volunteers it is one of those things where you know we may not be able to meet local demands in certain areas if there isn't a volunteer so like I suppose it's typical like we have loads of people in the greater Dublin area and stuff like that but you know it might be quieter somewhere down Kerry because it's such a massive county and the, the volunteer may not be able to get to everywhere and stuff, yeah you know. of course but the online that's why Facebook is so good because I suppose social media is always there yeah <laughs> and you can pop on anytime and ask your questions and yeah. just yeah and so if I was a parent or a parent comes to you and they're just starting parenthood and they want to be sustainable and kind of zero waste what what would be your core tips your core advice for them um if they're just having their first kids um i suppose well go easy on themselves because they're they're gonna have a brand new baby to start off with so you know all the sustainable stuff it will come it will happen but just try not to do everything at the one time um but in terms of the nappies get a nappy loan from ourselves or from like there's a few um siobhan earth mother she which is an online store really good store she does loans as well but get get a loan off us get a loan off friends and um, try to do a few of them but in general with children and sustainability adverts is your new best friend like there's so much baby stuff in adverts there's really do you know when it comes to like um buggies and clothes and all those sort of things you can get all of those um pre-loved free secondhand um and when i started with cloth nappies i would have always like i would have always shopped in charity shops but it wouldn't have been the bulk of my shopping mm. and when it came to the kids stuff like i have no problem with anything from the charity shop but it wasn't until Lydia got just a little bit older i was like going why did we need to go out and buy that brand new when we could have easily like a baby Baby baths, like how many gazillions of baby baths do you see in charity yeah. shops and all that kind of stuff? So there's so much out there pre-loved. Um, there's a really good market called the Baby Market, and it comes to like hotels around the country. And it's parents who are finished with, to say, the bulky items of parenthood, and they go in, they buy a table, and they sell it. So you can buy everything pre-loved, and we go to those events as well with the Nappy Library. But 
you can be quite sustainable um, because there can be quite an amount of waste with children. Yeah. The influx of gifts and everything. It, yeah. can, you know, it can be quite overwhelming at the start. Um, the sheer amount of laundry, the, the, just even feeding yourself. You know, So just go easy on yourself. Get an nappy loan from a friend of ourselves and take it from there. Oh, we're rubbing our eyes. Oh, <laughs> I guess before we go, when is oh, your next fair or like when could be I don't know, this will probably be like four or six weeks before this one goes live so uh, coming up to August September are you guys doing anything? Um, so we each locality would have their nappuccino depending on the availability of the volunteer so like down in Cork like Aideen would do them in Ballancolig or Kat would do them in Kat's, in Cork City and they tend to have them about once a month but the Facebook is or on our website is the best way if you're not on Facebook just send us an email and we can let you know and um, we're going to have one in Minutes um, in North Kildare so this well that would be gone because it's in, in August um, there's a baby fair in October in the City North Hotel called Wear a Hug by Baby Wearing Ireland and it's a fantastic day and we'll be at that as well and that's obviously more folks about baby wearing but we'll be there and then it would just depend on the locality of each sure. one the Facebook group you mentioned that people can join that is the best way to find out about yeah. everything and if not just pop us an email and then I can let you know as well but local meetings like we do them in South Dublin North Dublin as well Wexford um, so it just depends on the on the locality oh, yeah. really and then we do our annual um, Earth Baby Fair around March April every year um, and that would be our biggest kind of day of the year as such where we would get together and um, it's your typical baby fair where there's loads of stalls but we really try to encourage mums who work from home with their beautiful homemade clothes and all those sort yeah. of things to attend it as well um, and then there's obviously quite a lot about um, cloth nappies and, and where does that happen? in Minutes which yeah. worked out so well for me yeah, but that <laughs> Kildare County Council uh, fund us um, oh, so we have, yeah they are really great um, they fund us so we can host the baby fair um, annually um, but I must say Kildare in general we have Anna here in North Kildare and Gwen is in South Kildare and it's really active the whole cloth nappy library here in Kildare which is brilliant mm -hmm. yeah yeah it is it's, it's fantastic is there a way that you think that we could get like the government or the councils even more involved in regards to getting those kind of subsidies that they yeah. have in London like what can people do see it's all about like trying to get it even just mentioned so there's like a community reuse network um, that Claire a lady called Claire works in and we were trying to do stuff with there to bring it to a point of where you know councillors would talk about it or um, but we haven't really moved past we haven't done much on it again we're just more meeting the demand of people who are interested in it but are, it's always there on the corner of our eye going we would love to do that but I, yeah. um, I think with waste being such an issue now um, with Ireland declaring its climate emergency you know these are the things that we have to start tackling and if it just became something that you know if cloth became mainstream that would be amazing if cloth even could just be mentioned to every parent you know when they have a new baby at least it would be on their radar yeah um, I, I, if we can just maybe ask our local politicians you know I, the Kildare County Council are very good in supporting us but we still are the one we, we, we actively promote it ourselves like, sure. um, they, they help us with the funding as such but yeah, in the UK, I believe they get like a, a discount or a voucher to try it out. Yeah. yeah, which would be great to see here. So maybe that's something that as individuals and yeah. then maybe in the future as a group, we can get onto your local 
TDs. And I think that is it. I, th- I think if we just like if it comes like a doorstep sort of thing when people ask, um, I, you know, we've seen quite an increase in the last year, definitely in the last couple of months, but in the last year. And I think when people have to pay for the rubbish bins by a weight charge, there's going to be a huge, a lot, a lot more of an interest in it. Yeah. I think we've talked about so much there and didn't take as long as I thought because it's so much simpler yeah. than I thought. So is there anything else you want to cover? Or uh, I think that's it. There's loads we didn't discuss about the actual nappies and all that kind of jazz. Um, it's kind of hard when you can't see them. Yeah, exactly. Like, do like a YouTube thing or something. Well, we have, kind of... ooh, we have links on our website of how to put on nappies and stuff like oh, that. Um, but there's... You know, um, I suppose there's loads of reasons why people come at the nappies. Um, the environmental way is one, but the cuteness is another one. Also, if, you're, if your children have, like, sensitive skin, then cloth nappies can be quite kind to them as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, there's other accessories, you know, for cloth nappies, like things to catch the poo and liners. And, you know, um, you can get, like, these fat... Like, the one thing with cloth nappies, you know, from a fashion point of view, is that they are bulkier than your regular disposable. Sure. which I haven't had two girls I was like oh I don't really know so that's grand and I have a boy I'm like okay none of these like you know slim fitting little pants so you know these Harlem pants and stuff like that which, which work which go with them like and go over them yeah like. they just because they are a wee bit bulkier as so well so cute like, aren't oh they my fat. god I wish you guys could see yeah. all these little patterns and designs and they're so colourful that and in this weather, you can have a baby or toddler walking around yeah. in a stylish nappy. Oh my goodness, all the Facebook going. pictures, of people are like, oh brilliant, get, get the cutest nappy on so you can see like it. Um, they refer to it like their fluff, so it would be like seeing their fluffy bum, you know, with the, the little peeping out with all the patterns and stuff oh, like that. It's fab. Annie, thank you so much. No, thank for you. For all your time. And Carrie, thank you for letting me steal your time. Oh, Are you waving? I <laughs> A lovely smile. He's waving goodbye to everybody. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. We better let him go for a nap. Bye, Carrie. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you. Alright guys, there you go. That was Annie. I hope you learned a thing or two about that. I was surprised with how simple the whole thing was and I know some of the descriptions are really kind of hard to put your head around because you can't really see them. On the website, on my website, bookofleaspodcast.com, I will include some photographs that I took of the cute little nappies and everything and of course in the show notes, everything she mentioned there that isn't cloth nappy library ireland will be linked as well as obviously the website to cloth nappy library and you can check out the different type of nappies and if they're available there and of course they'll be at some fairs coming up so you can find them on facebook all those links are in the show notes thank you guys so much for listening before you go as always if you enjoyed the episode or you're liking this podcast please do recommend it to a friend share it on social media if there's a parent you know who is drowning in a pile of disposable nappies send them this or if they've been humming and hot maybe this will give them some more information about it And if you'd like to support this podcast, I do have a Patreon account, patreon.com forward slash book of leaves, just to help pay with the upkeep and all that jazz. And yeah, I guess that is everything that I can think of right now. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and I will talk to you guys in two weeks time. Take care.